Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here. We're all here. At we PHNX. are all here. The mayor, the vice mayor. I am Derek Montia. This is Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. I have a Thunderstick leftover from Michaela Perkins bashing me with one. But of course, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Excited to be here again together. Two days in a row. I don't know what to think. What do you think about that? I I could only get away from you for so long, know, Derek. So now I'm stuck with you for two days this in a row. Is, this is what it's going to be like forever. I don't this know. Right here, you this guys right are going to have to help me. This is uh, going to get rough really fast. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. An official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet five dollars on any team to win in the first round of NBA tournament ac- action and get. $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what, uh, even when the Suns don't, which we're, we're not discussing that on this show. That's they, they have plenty of content to discuss over there. Uh, and we have losing of our own to talk about here because the Arizona <laughs> Diamondbacks look to take on the Los Angeles Dodgers starting tonight. If you're watching us live right now, uh, about an hour and 10 minutes until first pitch, Jesse, uh, we will be there over there checking out that game. But of course, we're here now. Talking about beating L.A. as motion breaks up in our uh, chat comments, as well as uh, hopefully just surviving L.A., I think, at this point. Surviving is a pretty good term. Um, Yeah, I mean, when you're facing a team like the Dodgers, they obviously have, um, they're a pretty good team, Derek. They beat up the uh, poor Padres. they, They did. And, I mean, this lineup, I mean, we're used to seeing this Dodgers lineup be pretty formidable. Uh, but Freddie Freeman bats second now, Derek. Uh, That's and absurd. Moogie Betts hits first. Trey Turner hits third. Max whatever. Muncy hits cleanup. Justin Turner. I mean, they you can, can do whatever they want. You they can, can go. Whatever, you can go really. down the list, yeah. and it feels like you know almost every single guy on this list would probably be hitting like third or fourth for some other team in Major League Baseball. This lineup is at that level um but and the diamondbacks get walker bueller tonight um who has actually struggled a little bit this season he has a 4.02 era coming in so he hasn't been quite as sharp as we're used to seeing from him um and the diamondbacks have merrill kelly who of course has been really really good to start the season so should be an interesting matchup tonight from chase field merrill kelly has been outstanding to start the season to say the least it's kind of ridiculous uh how low his era is uh 0.59 ERA, uh, the lowest ERA in D-backs history to start after 
three starts, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Randy Johnson had a 1.01 ERA, but there you go. There's your lowest. Uh, and speaking of some good things that Diamondbacks have, have been doing, uh, Pavin Smith has reached base safely in seven of his last eight games, batting 409 in those eight games. And uh, Seth Beer is hitting 371 in his last 12 with three doubles, five RBIs, and six walks. So I don't know. I think that, once again, the younger guys are stepping up, which right. kind of proves that this theory the Diamondbacks have starting to starting to kindle, starting to you know a fire here. Uh, and now they get Jordan Luplo back from the ten uh, day injured list, yeah. as well as Tyler Gilbert coming back from Triple A Reno recalled. Jordan Luplo, I think, is going to be a really big piece for the Diamondbacks. He's not like a household name, right? Yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot of Diamondbacks fans who had no idea who Jordan Luplo was before they acquired him over the off season from Tampa Bay. Um, but he played in the playoffs a fair, a, a decent amount for, for Tampa Bay. And his specialty is hitting left-handed pitching. He is um, a pretty much a pure platoon player through and through. Uh, and when we were talking with Tory pregame today, he talked about how Jordan Luplo would pretty much automatically be in the lineup every time the Diamondbacks are facing a lefty, um, makes which sense. makes sense. We've talked about how the Diamondbacks uh, have had struggles hitting left-handed pitching this season because their lineup is very heavily left-handed um, and Jordan Luplo is going to help with that. Nick Ahmed, of course, who's now back with the team as well. Um, he's going to help with that a, a great deal as well. So things are certainly looking up for this team in terms of hitting left-handed pitching, which has been a big struggle for them so far. Well, and some relief for Dalton Varsho, who honestly has been doing great, but yeah. uh, has played a lot and I think played more than, you know, maybe anticipated playing yeah. out in center field. Uh, re- again, when we talk about reaching base safely and the young guys doing it, Dalton Varsho has reached safely in 10 of his last 12 games. That's impressive. I mean, he's been your... It's honestly crazy. I mean, Dalton Varsho came up as a catcher. How many catchers do you know who wind up every day in a major league roster playing center field and leading off? Like, that is not... And, <laughs> catchers don't do that, right? And, they right? Tra- and he transitioned well into that role because he, he has did, made some yeah. outstanding plays in the outfield. And to be honest, I the one thing that he's impressed me with is his ability to navigate the porch in center field. Yeah, just, just to kind of it's it's not an easy center field it to play. Is not. Chase it's really field not. is pretty gnarly. In I've center been down field. there on field in center field, and I just realized what a nightmare playing underneath that overhang can be. And I think he's done an excellent job because we've seen a lot of guys. We saw Cattell Marte, who's incredibly gifted and athletic. Uh, really struggle out there with some fly balls because of just some of those circumstances in Chase Field. Yeah, it's not a, it's definitely one of the harder um outfields to to maneuver and Dalton Varsho's done a, a really great job. Um over at Statcast, they have Dalton Varsho in the 97th percentile in outfielder jump. So just his ability to track down the baseball and get off to a good start when he's tracking down the baseball in the outfield. He's in the 97th percentile in that That's regard. Incredible. For a guy who came up as a catcher, I mean, what he's been able to do in that role, we've seen the Diamondbacks, like you said, we've seen the Diamondbacks force guys who are not center fielders to try to play center field in the past, right? Yeah. Uh, Chris Owings, uh, a number of years ago, was was put in that spot and, you know, did a decent job for them. Uh, Cattell Marte, of course, the, the guy that you mentioned, and Dalton Varsho really out of everyone that we've seen out there has really proven to not only be able to, you know, survive out there as an everyday guy, but actually be pretty good at it. Uh, I just don't, 
I, I, I'm excited to see these guys come back. I'm not surprised to see the corresponding moves. Uh, yeah. Oliver Perez was designated for assignment. Jake McCarthy was option to Reno. Obviously, Jake has the options left. Oliver uh, does not <laughs> at this point in his career. Yeah, he ran out of um, options just, uh, just a while he's ago. All, he's all out of options. But uh, it has been frustrating a bit to watch him. He was not effective. I think he had one outing that he was effective. and I think it was that, his first one. Yeah, his, it was his the, first the outing first, of the year. Right. first day of the season, he pitched and looked really good. And since then, it's been on the season, he's faced 24 hitters and he has one strikeout, which Oof, there's yeah. just the swing and miss to his game has just been completely absent. And yeah, I mean, four innings, eight hits, uh, nine runs, seven earned runs. It's been a rough, a rough go for him. And the Diamondbacks have a couple of lefties out of the bullpen who have actually looked pretty decent. Um, you know, you talk about a guy like Joe Mantiply who has come in here and been pretty consistent for them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Oliver Perez's career, this is probably the end of, of Oliver Perez's career at this point. Um, and what an incredible career it was, right? Yeah. I mean, not that many guys come in and play Major League Baseball for 20 years. He's literally been a Major League player for like half of his life at this point, which is which is incredible. So, you know, congrats to him on what's been an incredible career, even though I know, you know, this is a sad, a sad day for him, for sure. The wildest thing and Jack Summers from AZ Snake Pit pointed this out, but uh, he is part of a bullpen that they're still figuring out. And I think there are some yeah. very good pieces in there. And they are really sifting through everybody to try to see who can be of value and help them win baseball games, essentially, sure. right? Who they can rely on. I think Noe Ramirez has had some shaky outings, but he continues to prove at times that he is one of those, even though, you know, I think even 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 with his performances last year, he's one of those guys that could be uh, on the bubble as far as if he doesn't perform well or, or can't, right. can't, you know, keep those clean innings going uh you know, he, he he might not have a spot in the bullpen, but the Diamondbacks starting pitching uh, ERA of Here two, we go. Here 2. We go 2.36 <laughs> uh, ranks second in all of baseball. The Diamondbacks relief pitching ERA is 4.39 and yeah. it ranks 28th. Actually, in baseball, what they're seeing this year is a, is a situation where the relief ERA is lower than most teams like the on average the starting ERA is higher than the relief ERA. The Diamondbacks are one of the few teams with not only that discrepancy but that big of a discrepancy between starting pitching yeah. and relief pitching. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty crazy. I mean, normally you'd expect your bullpen to be uh more effective, right? I mean, they're pitching fewer innings, right? So it yeah. kind of makes sense that's what the outcome would be. Um but yeah, as you outlined uh, the Diamondbacks bullpen has has really struggled. And I wonder if, you know, part of that disparity can probably be explained by the fact that Torrey is not really stuck with starters deep into games. We were talking about this yesterday with, you know, Madison Bumgarner being pulled after 78 pitches in a game that he probably could have gone uh, further into. And uh, yeah, I mean, when you do that, you're probably protecting the starters from giving up some of those runs, you know, in the fifth, sixth, seventh innings. Um, and instead, you wind up with giving those innings to bullpen guys who unfortunately have, uh, you know, not been uh, quite up to snuff so far for this team this season. The average right now for starting pitching ERA is 4.07. The average for relief pen ERA is 3.36. The discrepancy of that zero, is a very large the, the, the discrepancy. The gap <laughs> is the biggest gap in 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it shows that relief pitching is very good right now. 
starting pitching is really good. Like starting pitching ERA is the lowest it's been with the exception of, you know, maybe a ha- half a dozen seasons, right? So it, pitching overall is better across yeah. the board this year. But well, that's because nobody's hitting home runs, right? I mean, the home, the home run total so oh, you know far are way down. Runs? Dalton Varsho's hitting home Dalton runs. Dalton Varsho is hitting a fair amount of home runs. He is. This is true. Christian Walker true. had a couple this week as well. So he that did. was that was fun. But again, shout out to Jack Summers uh, from AZ Snake Pit for that information. Uh, and of course, you guys, uh, we got the Dodgers coming up and we'll talk about that. But more importantly, it's Monday. We're going to hit the mailbag in a second. Uh, we do want you to make sure that you check out. Jesse had a wonderful conversation with Merrill Kelly yesterday while I was watching JB Wendell can prove that he can dunk on the regulation basketball hoop. So we both had a great time <laughs> in the clubhouse is what I'm saying. Uh, but Jesse's piece about... We have about, slightly different yeah, priorities. Jesse's, yeah, yeah, slightly, slightly different, but <laughs> we both got the same amount of joy out of it. Uh, you'll find Jesse's piece on Merrill Kelly coming up soon on gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up to become a member, sign up at gophnx.com. You can get that annual membership. Uh, you'll get your free t-shirt, just like this beautiful job up on the wall behind us right here. Uh, you'll get whatever shirt you want. If you don't pick one of the D-backs ones, though, I will be very upset with you. But uh, you can pick whatever <laughs> one you want. Uh, at That's over at phnxlocker.com for being an annual member. Go over there and check it out anyway. You can buy a shirt. You don't have to be a member to buy a shirt. But if you are a member, you'll get members-only discounts over at phnxlocker.com. Uh, not to mention the fact that you will also get members-only access to our Discord. Uh, you can sign up to do a month-to-month membership, and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. So, Again, uh, we got the Brute Squad in the chat. We got Brett Johnson in chat. What's good, Brett Johnson? Good to see you here, buddy. Uh, but of course, we do want to go to the mailbag, and we, you know, even we're here in person, we right? Are here in so person. even though we're here in person, we it's still Monday, and we still hit the mailbag. So let's hit that music. Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes All right, me go so wild. what we got is we got a couple of uh, questions in the chat. If you're joining us right now in the chat, please show uh, just ask it away in the chat. We have a couple of questions from Twitter as well that we grabbed. And, uh, of course, we love to add, ask or answer your guys' questions. So uh, if we take a look at the questions we got from Twitter first, uh, our first one, let's see here. Sorry about that. It first one comes. Do we have the graphic for that? There it is. There it is. All right. First one comes from uh, Michael. Uh, Pound the Pelicans. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> that's what we're gonna have to. You, I don't think that was his uh, screen name no, as of a couple no, days ago. But, but. Yeah, no, but anyway. <laughs> uh, he asks, "How much of Cattell Marte's early struggles do you think are him pressing after his extension?" Which I think is an outstanding question. What do you think? It's an outstanding question and kind of an impossible question to answer, right? Yeah, um, well, no, no, no surefire way for us to know, but I think it's a yeah. good, it, it's it, it's it, it's a good reason to think that. Uh, however, I will say that uh, the team across the board is kind of you know down offensively, so yeah. I don't know if uh, you can really pin that one uh, on Cattell pressing. I will say that. I think the entire team is pressing at times. I also think that the entire team is getting new information from a brand new coach and it's just all still very new, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, Cattell is from what we can tell. I mean, there doesn't seem to be anything, you know, from an injury standpoint that's in his way. Um, and yeah, the mental side of things is obviously pretty hard, you know, to gauge as an outsider, but, um, 
But yeah, I mean, he's obviously struggled at the plate and he hasn't looked nearly like himself. Um, And unfortunately, it's not really a fluke. I mean, if you look at uh, some of the batted ball numbers, it's not like Cattell Marte is hitting rockets that are just finding gloves in the outfield right now. He's kind of, you know, he's rolling over the top a lot. There's been a lot of grounders to second base, a lot of soft contact, really. Um, And yeah, I mean, over time, I think you expect that Cattell is proven in this league to the extent that you're not super concerned about, you know, a couple weeks that don't look right for him. Yeah. Um, I think the defensive side of things, which we've touched on a few times, has maybe been a little bit more concerning. Um, Tori has talked about how he's a little surprised even at just how much trouble Cattell has had defensively to start the season. Um, but he expects it to turn around. And with a guy like him, you know, you're probably not pressing the panic button this early in the season, but Obviously, the Diamondbacks need him, right? I mean, Cattell Marte, um, Mike Hazen spoke very highly of him as being an elite player, right? As being the best player on this team. I think Mike Hazen just straight up said that. And that's been true, clearly, over the last few years. And if the Diamondbacks are, you know, going to have themselves a a nice season where they really take a step in the right direction, Cattell's going to have to be a big part of that. And so far, he really hasn't been. I will say this, too. I think it's easy for us to say how easy it is for someone to switch positions like Cattell has had to do do over the last few seasons, right? Yeah. You learn different footwork. You learn different skill sets. There's different things you have to do to anticipate the ball. It's almost like some of the things he's doing at second base is still some of the stuff you do in center field, right? But that's not what you do playing second base. Yeah. Just some of of his uh, footwork and and things like that. So I, I, I think that... It might, like you said, just take some time for it to come around for him and sure. just have that you know, time playing the position consistently. Uh, Brett Johnson in the chat asked a question. He says, I know we think the pitching ERA is unsustainable, but when do you think it finally starts to even out? I wouldn't be surprised if this series versus the Dodgers is the one that uh, that that is that the start of it. And yeah, I mean, you're probably right about that, I'm sure. Uh, we're going to see this ERA take a big jump. But, Jesse, I wanted you to explain FIP ah, for pitching. Sure. And uh, specifically XFIP, why the Diamondbacks are, <laughs> are so bad in that category but so good in ERA. Sure. Yeah, FIP and, and XFIP are um, – I don't know if I would say they're they're the best metrics to look at for pitching, but they're certainly telling. They, you know, combined with ERA, they can be helpful. Sure. Um, FIP is really, I think, ideally used to compare pitchers' numbers from like past seasons. Okay. So looking at like one pitcher's FIP year over year, um, you know, if there's not a big change in their FIP, but there's a change in their ERA, then you kind of throw that out and you say that it's kind of a fluke. And, you know, yeah. if their FIP stays constant, they're probably pretty much the same guy. Um, but yeah, FIP basically looks at um, kind of a lot of the key indicators that that determine how pitchers perform. So you're talking about strikeouts, walks, home runs, and hits right. being basically the main inputs into FIP. Right. Um, and it takes those numbers and it spits out basically an ERA equivalent based on those numbers. Um, this early in the season, FIP is, is not necessarily useful for individual pitchers because, you know, if you've pitched 15 innings and you've given up three home runs, then your FIP is going to be very high because that's a really sure. high home run rate. Sure. Um, and FIP is going to go crazy with that. Um, but yeah, it is helpful in this context if you're looking at 
fact, like the Diamondbacks' entire team, if right. you're looking at their combined FIP, that's a pretty telling number right. at this at this point. And then, Do you have those numbers? Yeah, I their, think FIP, it's a their big FIP difference. for their FIP for starting pitching is 15th in the league. It's 3.73. Yeah. So, and they have not given up a lot of home runs. So a lot of no. that is the lack of strikeouts. A lot of that is the, the, the strikeouts of, are low and the right. walks are high, as yep. we've talked about. So yeah, that's and that's why you know I've been a little bit cautious over the last few days over the last couple weeks about you know the starting pitching era numbers because there's numbers like that that show you that you know things are probably due to balance out um xfip is is more complicated in terms of how it's calculated um it includes other factors i think some batted ball data is thrown in there as well it's a little bit more nuanced than fip itself sure um but i think that number is much higher than the era as well if i'm not mistaken oh yeah they're 21st in the league in xfip so yeah it just goes to show that some of the other metrics, despite the fact that the ERA is very good, tends to, you know, show that this starting pitching isn't as good Probably as the not. numbers indicate. Probably right not, now, right? Yeah. And again, I mean, in some situations, you know, the uh, a runner was maybe going to score or something was going to happen, but because an error took place, it doesn't end up getting charged to the starting pitching, and their ERA looks very clean this year across the board. And again, that's kind of weird because they have had a couple of outings where the starting pitching, you know, had quite a few earned runs. For for it to be that low just shows how good these guys have maintained. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. We can we can put them on blast for them not be like being smoke and mirrors, right? But sure, I still think that they are very good, and I think they're going to continue uh, to be good. I think the starting pitching will probably continue to be a strength. Right now, I still believe that part of that uh, those short outings is to keep maintain that confidence level so they're not giving up those yeah. they're not hitting that sixth inning and that third rotation uh, third time through the lineup and 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 having those runs put up against them and having those big numbers you know there's an advantage to it i mean there's a reason that you know managers especially nowadays it's become even more common to pull starting pitchers yep. earlier in games because the data is clear when a pitcher sees the lineup for the third time there's a significant drop off in performance um and I know starting pitchers are going to hate that, you know. I mean, there there are moments where guys really feel like they have a shot at going deep into a game, and there's moments where I'm sure Tori will give them extra leash to to pitch a little bit deeper into the game. But yeah, so far, I mean, what we've seen, it's been, you know, we haven't seen many guys go past about 70, 80 pitches in these games because Tori has been really careful, regardless of where the pitch count is at. Once they get to the third time through the lineup, it seems like that's around the time that that he's using the hook. Gabriel on Twitter, he was our other question from Twitter on that graphic, asked, will we see Thomas, Carroll, Robinson, and or Lawler this year? That's a very ambitious tweet. That's a lot. That is, yeah. uh, Yes, tomorrow. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Alec Thomas, 100%, I believe we're going to see him this year. The other three, I am doubtful of. If any of the other three, I think it could be Christian Robinson, believe it or not. And the reason why I say that is because overall, I feel like he's older and farther along in their progression. Whereas I think they have a lot invested in Corbin Carroll and Jordan Lawler. Sure. I don't think they're going to call them up this early. No matter, I, things would have to be really bad for them to see time, like at the end of the year. But yeah, you'd knows? almost be Anything's concerned at possible. that point right. in some ways. Um, yeah, I I don't think that uh, I think. Corbin Carroll is probably the most likely out of the three names after Alec Thomas, in my mind, at least. Um, Corbin Carroll is knocking the cover off the ball in double A. And we've seen 
we've seen the teams, including the Diamondbacks, bypass the AAA level and just take guys straight to the major league. So I'm not. Yeah. No, I mean, if he's hitting that. 350 in September, you know, I could see him as a September call up. Probably not sooner than a September call up. That would be my guess there. Uh, Christian Robinson, I honestly would be pretty shocked. I think you're right. He, I mean, he's a little bit older. He does have, you know, some years under his belt. Um, I would be absolutely shocked too. I'm just, yeah. I feel like if they're out, out of those four besides Alec Thomas, I don't know why I feel like he would be the most likely one just because at this point there's kind of nothing to lose. Right. Physically speaking, I mean, and Christian Robinson great. is a very large man who yes. looks major league ready from yes, that standpoint, true. right? Yes, the physique is there. Um, just but about yeah, getting getting back on baseball yeah. in, in a baseball. It's hard to not move. see, you know, professional pitching for, you know, a year and a half or however long it was for him and then suddenly get back into it. I think they're going to take it pretty slow with him. Um, as of right now, he has yet to actually show in minor league games. Um, so, I mean, there's there's certainly some steps to be taken there as far as his as far as his progression. Jordan Lawler, I think there's really um, I'd be pretty shocked if that happened uh, this season. But based on what he's doing in Visalia, I think a promotion to Hillsboro is likely at some point this year. So um, so I do think that we'll that we'll see that pretty soon. And by the way, uh, if it, I, I would probably have to stop taking OGs if I saw Corbin Carroll here, because I would think that. I've taken too many OGs, Jesse. Because you would think you've taken too many. Wait, I, why is that? I, well, well, because I think I, I think there's a point where you might, you know, you you might take too much. That's the reason why OGs has the mini OGs three milligram microdose option coming out. Ah, okay, right. Instead okay. of their normal ten milligram, sometimes I, you know, a, a bag melts in the car and I'm forced to eat the whole bag, uh, and that might make me think that I'm crazy when I see Corbin Carroll out there. But you. Well, you, not you, you, <laughs> you can go try OG's gummies uh, and definitely try out their 10 milligram uh, option. It's amazing. Everybody here loves them, uh, especially Mac. That's uh, she's raves about them all the time. The orange creamsicles are by far her favorite. It really is the best sleep she's ever had in her life. Uh, and you can stop <laughs> by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. Remember, OG's gummies make everything better. Movies, television shows uh whatever cartoons anything anything better is made it, it, it makes everything better. do they make diamondbacks games better there uh well if you're not driving yes if they're not driving okay. yeah but if you're okay. watching at home they definitely make diamondbacks games better <laughs> so of course try the ogs the the amazing flavors they have orange cream school tropical watermelon all sorts of flavors if you're in, interested in trying their amazingly delicious variety of flavors that ogs brands has to offer go to ogsbrands.com that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com to find ogs near you and we might have to maybe have a uh, ogs performance to forget segment after this series with the dodgers because things might get very bad but i don't know i'm scared i'm scared jesse but of course that's only because the dodgers are a formidable foe that uh look very good this season now our going back to our questions one of our questions came from Brandon Buckingham, and he asked, is it bad? I'm relieved. Oliver Perez got DFA'd. No, it's okay, right? Uh, it, you know, it was it was fun to have him back. It was kind of a bit it of a was, novelty. Yeah, and like, yeah. like I said, the first outing was good. But the Diamondbacks are in a different mode. And Tori Lovello said it. He had no problem saying it in the press conference that the, the mood is different now. The way that the coaching staff is mm -hmm. acting, the decisions that are being made, there's there there's there's no room for feelings it feels like anymore it's room for for uh you know 
performance and showing that you want to be there, or you're going to lose your job to the next guy that they're going to bring in and, and try to beat you out for the job. Oliver Perez is, I mean, yeah, it's hard not to have respect for a guy like that. But I think I think you're right, you know, as much as it would be a kind of a Cinderella story, right, for, for Oliver Perez to come in and, you know, have a great season at age 40 for the Diamondbacks. I think there's also, yeah, there is a performance side to this where the Diamondbacks are um, a little bit more concerned about, you know, the output that they're getting from the bullpen. Um, and it hasn't been great so far early in the season. We talked about the numbers earlier and yeah, the bullpen numbers have, have, uh, really been pretty rough so far. And unfortunately Perez has been, a, a you know, a, he's struggled quite a bit so far to, to start the season. And, um, yeah, I mean, he'll probably go pitch in Mexico now as, as, you know, as far as we know, that seems to be the next step for him. His major league career is probably finished at this point. Um, but again, I mean... Not many guys, uh, you know, are relievers and pitch for 20 years in the majors and appear oh, yeah. in over 700 games. I mean, there's, <laughs> no. it's a pretty in- incredible career that he's had. So, you know, best of best of luck to him moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Do do we do we say best of luck in your future endeavors, or is that just a pro wrestling thing that I get to say? I, I I'm think a you can best say of luck that. in your future. Yeah, endeavors, I think you can say Paris. that. <laughs> uh, up in the question, that, uh, up in the chat, there was a question from Motion, uh, and he asked, which uh, player do you would. Uh, do you think would most likely get called up from Reno next? Uh, what do you think? Like someone that mm. hasn't been up already because they've been sending like Corbin Martin down and Taylor Widener and like those guys have been back and forth. But yeah, is, do you think it's going to be Alec Thomas is going to be the next new face we see? Or do you think that's going to yeah. take longer than than that? Do you think we'll see more guys make their way first? That's tough to say. Um, I mean, I think Alec Thomas is probably, you're probably looking at May uh, for Alec Thomas, which is uh, which is not far away. Um, there's some other guys down there that you could see. I mean, there's certainly some some guys that we've seen used in kind of an up and down sort of a role. Um, Jake McCarthy, they just sent down. Yeah. I think he's probably going to be back at some point. So, you for know, sure. it, could, it could be a guy that we've that we've already seen this season. But in terms of guys that we haven't seen yet, um, Ryan Nelson is certainly a name to keep in mind. One yep. of the pitching prospects yep. who's looked pretty good so far. And, um, and they do want to bring those guys up into a bullpen role first to get their initial time before that's, they yeah. get them into a starter I role. think that's entirely possible. Um, yeah, the, Luis Frias is a, ga- is a guy that I think we'll probably see somewhat early in the season as well. Um, and Dan Straley is another name that, that comes to mind yeah, as sure. a guy who we haven't seen yet at the major league level. But, you know, if he continues to pitch pretty well, which he has so far in Reno, he's another guy that we could see. So pretty hard to say, but there's going to be a lot of movement in terms of guys coming up from the minors this season. So we'll we'll have to see. Brett Johnson makes a makes a comment. Can we get a Jesse article to explain a lot of these new metrics? Yep. <laughs> ex-woba etc i'm not the most well versed and i would love to try to get my dad to understand some of these new terms and such well i got something better for you we're gonna have this guy over here explain to you via video so there we're gonna go. get jesse kind of breaking down some of these yeah, terms something and, or other with professor friedman yes or yeah, some, something or other that's ex- for that yet. that's actually what we're calling it now <laughs> it's gonna be something or other with professor there friedman. we go i like so that, yeah. that's where you'll get all of your information <laughs> Uh, in regards to all of those new metrics. I so. do want to I want to touch on that real quick because, sure. um, yeah, Brett, you're not alone in any way. And I think there's a lot of people. Jesse got me like are, a, a, a baseball analytics for dummies. Books, I did. Basically, and I don't know. If he, he I don't know if Derek has actually opened said book since I gave it, it to him. I've read but the whole thing. You read it. Wow. Cover to cover. Cover all to right. cover. Along all with right. that other stupid Diamondbacks book. I hate. I told you. I, hate. <laughs> I can't stop talking about. But. No, but yeah, like baseball metrics are 
not particularly user friendly in yeah. in a sense. And I think do you almost think they're meant not to be. Yeah, like we're like it's a like, like a, a secret, gatekeeping secret, tactic gatekeeping or something trying to keep people tactic. away. Yeah, for sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it should be. Um, and I think Major League Baseball has done a better job at getting these numbers more accessible for people. Sure. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited to talk more about what these numbers actually mean. And um, with well, because that video you do that series, for me. I won't lie, guys. I mean, there's stuff that you explain to me that I'm like. It's kind of like your explanation of FIP, right? Like I know that stuff, but sometimes off yeah. the top of your head, you know the exact like metrics that go into it. Yeah, and I, I mean the formulas for these the formulas for these things are like absurdly they're complicated. Yeah, so, they're so they're, yeah. right. They're incredible. They are they're not meant to be calculated by us the same way. Like I, I've I, I have the ERA formula in my head now, so I can calculate ERA right. pretty easily on my own. Right. And that's that I'm proud of because it took me five years of looking it up before <laughs> I finally remembered it. So I should mention I didn't mention this before. So FIP stands for fielding independent pitching, which I didn't actually mention before. Ah. So the idea is that those inputs that I talked about straight, before. It's the straight pitching and not exactly strikeouts, the walks, homers, none of those him. things involve right. home runs. So that's right. the ultimate the ultimate goal with FIP. Um, but yeah, we'll talk. We'll we'll make some videos. We'll have yes. more conversations about all these fun numbers well, that like I get said, to nerd out you, over. You said you said that you know you're going to make these stats and these these you know uh, these categories easier to digest. Uh, and our friends at Athletic Greens do the same thing. They there make, you go. They yes. make everything easier to digest <laughs> because Athletic Greens, uh, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals. Whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptions to help you start your day right. Uh, I've been doing it now for what uh, a few months now, and uh, I've honestly felt better than ever. And I was just making a comment, speaking of this, to in front of Oliver Perez's family, who I didn't know was sitting next to us at a baseball game. When, you talked to Oliver Perez's family about no, athletic they, greens. They, they were sitting. No, no. What I talked to what I talked to them about, <laughs> or in front of them about, was feeling better than ever at forty. Right. Oh, like we have go. this, okay. you know, we have this perception that obviously like at, at athletics is a young person's sport or young person's game, if you will. Sure, but sure. I personally know I was not a very uh, fit young person. So what I'm saying is, is I, I'm in better shape now at 41 than I ever was at 21. And I'm proud of that. And I think that everybody can be. And Athletic Greens will help you do that. Uh, Athletic Greens is a no-brainer. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It has over 75,000 five-star reviews. And it costs you less than $3 a day. Plus, you're investing in your health, which is something that I always forget to invest in. I invest in sports all the time on the DraftKings Sportsbook, but never in my health. So that's why I have Athletic Greens. They're here to take care of me because I don't take care of myself. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And that's exactly what it is. I'm trying I'm trying to live, Jesse. I'm trying to be strong. Well, it's, trying to be it's healthy. gotta be nice to like, you know, I mean to take something that makes it so you, it doesn't matter what you eat, it doesn't matter if you exercise, it doesn't matter. Oh, that, Athletic Greens just fixes all the problems as far as I can tell from, what, from what Derek tells us. That is all of Jesse's opinion. I run two miles every single day and I hate okay. every minute of it. Okay. So that is that is not why my skin glows so beautifully under these lights, okay? 
That's the, that's well that it's the athletic greens and the running. It's the there two you together. Go. It's the combination. It okay, is really is. Sense. Uh, let's see anything else. Uh, Brett Johnson in our comments asks, will we ever see Zach gallon get to seven, eight innings for a single game? Has he even reached that amount in a game since joining the, the D bags? He has question. reached that amount. Yeah. He has reached that amount. Um, but not that often. Um, if there, if there is a knock on Zach gallon since he came to the diamondbacks, it's that, yeah, he's been more of a five, six inning type of a guy. Sure. Um, but I mean, you look across major league baseball, there's not that many guys who go past five or six innings with regularity anymore. So um, that's not necessarily a huge knock on him. But yeah, I mean, if if Zach Gallon is going to take the next step and become, you know, not just a great pitcher on the Diamondbacks, but like a Cy Young caliber pitcher in this league, that probably is the next step that he has to take. You know, how can we go from five innings of, you know, one run baseball to seven innings of one run baseball? You know, that's where that that's a significant jump. Not that many guys are able to do that. Um, and a big part of that is going to be, does he get the opportunity? You know, is Tori Lavello willing to leave him in there for those extra couple innings right. each game? And that certainly factors into this as well. Um, but yeah, I think he I think he needs to find a way to stick in the strike zone more. Um, occasionally, yeah. Zach Gallon will get a little bit strikeout happy. And in those moments, it's a little bit harder for him to pitch deep into games because he's not inducing as much soft contact early in counts. There's a lot of deep counts in those games. And I think that's something, you know, if you have any knock on Zach Gallon at this point, that's probably what it is. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Um, and Kyle Collins on Twitter, he asks us, how are we feeling about the Ger Geraldo Perdomo splitting positional time news? Meaning, if you haven't heard about that, that Tori Lavallo the other day said that, uh, Perdomo would be seeing time both at shortstop and at third base, and they're not really ready to have Nick Ahmed out there with regularity. They're, they they want to ease him back kind of into it. But um, he says, I personally feel he'd be better off getting every every day at bats in AAA, especially now with how well Alcantara uh, uh, has done in comparison so far. That's a tough one, yeah. I mean, Geraldo was in there at second base yesterday, so they're really moving him all over the infield. He's in the lineup at third base tonight. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see, you know, how he fares defensively kind of moving around like that. He certainly is a sound player fundamentally uh, on the defensive side of the ball, so I think you figure you can kind of stick him wherever and, and he'll be pretty competent there. Um, but, yeah, Torrey talked about today before the game just that he wants Geraldo Perdomo in the lineup. Just yeah. what he's seen from an offensive standpoint, we've started to see the swing look a little bit better for him. Um, you know, not only is he uh, staying patient and, you know, seeing his share of pitches up there, but he started to look a little bit less passive and he's starting to impact yeah. the baseball in a more meaningful way. So I think Torrey's going to do whatever he needs to to get Geraldo Perdomo's bat in the lineup. Um, and, you know, whether that's third base, whether it's shortstop, whether it's second base, I think the Diamondbacks are going to find a way to do that. Yep, and I completely agree. And I, I mean, I kind of see what he's saying, though, about getting the at-bats in AAA, right? Yeah, there, there's there an advantage thing, to that, for and, sure. And there's an advantage to not necessarily having to switch positions. But I think what we'll see is Perdomo playing quite a bit. I think we'll be seeing him come right. into games late in games to take over. For It'll Nick be Ahmed. interesting once Josh Rojas is back. You know, where yeah. do you, how do you, how do you find a way to get everyone time with Cattell, with Nick Ahmed, with Perdomo, with Rojas? There's a bit of a traffic jam there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, these problems have a way of working themselves out in baseball. You know, there's injuries, there's all sorts of things that pop up. So um, I think there's potential for a platoon situation as well with Perdomo 
Um, you know, in the minors, he was substantially better facing uh, right-handed pitching as a left-handed hitter. Nick Ahmed has been substantially better uh, facing left-handed pitching as, of course, a right-handed hitter. So there's some platoon potential there. I don't know if the Diamondbacks want to go that direction, um, just given that Pernomo's a young player and you right. want to give him exposure, um, you know, facing both lefties and righties. But we'll we'll have to see what they do with that. I have one last question for Mailbag Monday, and we thank you guys for your questions, but I wanted to ask you, do you think they are basically sacrificing in a way, and not to say <laughs> not to say they would have it any other way, but do you feel like they're sacrificing the month of April a bit when it comes to starting pitching? Because huh. they they kind of, you know, they they're low there's low expectations and the last thing they need to do is about is having these guys rush Getting, you what know, do you mean by sa- sacrificing starting pitching? I what feel do you mean like I feel like they're being more conservative with starting pitching uh, th- this year than they've ever been. Yeah, that's a fair point. And I know part of it is the slow start thing still. Right. I, whether I know they don't want to use it as an excuse. I don't. I know no team wants to use it as an excuse at this point. We're almost a yeah, month into the maybe season. Maybe they're being right? more cautious. But maybe for that they're reason, being though. more because there is nothing to play for really for them right they you know they don't have these expectations internally so they're even though they're still trying to stay competitive and they're still trying to find the best pieces that they can to win baseball games it also feels like they're kind of okay with these you know with with protecting their starting pitching as much as possible at least here early on they have a lot of pitchers who haven't um you know who haven't pitched as many innings the last few seasons as maybe they would have ideally. Um, But, I mean, they also have guys who are pretty much fine from an inning standpoint. You know, Madison Bumgarner pitched a pretty full season last year. Zach Davies pitched a pretty full season last year. Merrill Kelly, for sure. Merrill Kelly, yeah. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, I think you're right. I think they are, I mean, they're taking a very conservative approach uh, early in the season. Um, But, yeah, I mean... That's a bit of a trend around baseball. Tori Lovello is sure. certainly not alone in being more conservative. Um, I think especially Madison Bumgarner over the last few years, there are numbers that suggest that, you know, once he gets past pitch number 80, you know, the stuff tends to drop off a little bit for him. So there was the infamous Clayton Kershaw outing, right, where he got removed before. Right, you know, right, early, right, right, so exactly. You're right. It's happening all around baseball. It's not just specific to the D-backs, but it does still feel like the D-backs are being conservative. And again, it feels like they 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 really want to make sure that certain guys have their confidence, uh, even even though even though they're saying it, you know, everything's performance based. It feels like they want to get guys' confidence back, right? Yeah. Like Carson Kelly keeps getting inserted in the lineup. Whereas Jose Herrera has even received praise from the pitching staff, like for how much they like working with him, right? Yeah. Like, he's getting a lot of talk. Like Madison Bumgarner does not praise anybody. And he praised him <laughs> for the way that he calls a game and his ability to kind of see what batters are doing and sure. make, make calls based on, you know, their tendencies and what they're yeah. swinging at. I mean, I think both Carson and Jose Herrera have, you know, have earned the respect of of the pitching staff. Um but yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what this what this team does in terms of the catching situation. I think, uh, you know, Dalton Varsho is certainly capable of of being in that mix as well. So we'll have to see what they do there. Clutch Canuck, you're absolutely right. I'm just hoping the pitching continues when the bats wake up. And yeah, right, I yeah, think, you kind of wonder if you know uh, maybe the pitching takes a backseat and the offense, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say you've I'm got not, the reverse problem. I'm not allowed to say right that now. that's totally a Diamondbacks thing to do. Apparently, I'm supposed to remove that phrase from my vocabulary, but uh, you know what that means. But 
of course, you know, right now we're not getting our same joy that we're getting from the Phoenix Suns as we normally would, but I don't think it's time to panic yet. Uh, it's 2-2, so let's calm down. And both teams are doing what they're supposed to be doing right now, uh, but I still think you should bet on the Suns. The NBA playoffs mean next-level basketball, and honestly, give credit where credit do, is due. That's what we're getting out of the Pelicans right now. They're they're stepping up, so yeah. you can get in on the action while watching those games with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can get uh, bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. So even when the Suns don't, it might be a little, little pick-me-up. But existing customers can get down on same-game parlays. Of course, you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. Plus, place the same-game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 back if one leg doesn't hit. We're up to $25 now. So get down on that action. I'm going to be getting down that action. And again, remember, we're not taking we're not taking no plus 300 on these parlays. We're looking for plus 1,000 or bigger. We're swinging for the fences. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 100 next step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Jesse, there's something that I've known for a very long time. Uh, and that is, Here we go again. <laughs> that is that Randy Johnson is a very, very good actor. I've ah. known that because Little Big League is one of my favorite baseball movies on this planet. And Randy Johnson makes an appearance in that movie as the villain. And that's wonderful <laughs> in itself. But, of course, now what we have is Randy Johnson in his older years, in his golden years, yeah. uh, still lighting up uh, the silver screen uh, with his portrayal uh, as one of the newest Ghostbusters, Jesse. There you go. Are you haunted by your cable service? Have you noticed strange, frightening fees on your monthly bill? Do you experience feelings of dread when you pass by your cable box? If the answer is yes, who are you going to call? Direct TV stream. Now get $30 off over three months. What do you think? What do you think? Eight feet taller than all of the <laughs> others. <laughs> uh, I love Randy Johnson as a Ghostbuster. I wore this shirt today that's filled with Ghostbusters it's, just for that. He does a good job. It's amazing. He, he fits the role. I want I like that it. movie. I need that movie. Because, see, like Ghostbusters is all over the place, right? So they've talked about like sure. maybe linking up the uh, Right to Call gang, which is the female Ghostbusters crew, uh. with the uh, afterlife by making some sort of weird... Uh, interdimensional portal or whatever right i want in that scene like what we saw in like the marvel cinematic universe i want for a moment like in spider-man when the sky opened up and you see craven the hunter and all the other sure. stuff right i want just for a moment i want a portal to open up and i want those ghostbusters to almost walk out but then then, then somebody in the movie goes not mm. you a rod and then that's why they don't come you know, uh, right but something yeah. some sort of some sort of wicked burn on A-Rod in that scene. And then Randy Johnson can laugh at him and point. Because he's tall. I, I hope it happens that's for what, you, That's, there, that's all I want. You. I know yeah. it's not going to happen, but, you know, one can wish. But, uh, again, uh, it's, it's it, it, who are you going to call? I don't know who the Diamondbacks are going to call tonight. But good luck with the Dodgers because this team is a beast. Uh, they might need uh, the Ghostbusters to come help them out when it comes to taking on the Dodgers because – they are a very, very good baseball team. We're going to be there tonight. Walker Bueller's on the mound. 
D-backs put their best option, I think, that they could to counter Walker Buehler by having Merrill Kelly up there. It yeah. almost feels like this is what that shift of pitchers during last week when the uh, rain out or when the doubleheader yeah. happened, right? Might, yeah, might have been mean, lined Merrill, up for. Merrill Kelly is not a bad guy for them to have opening this series yeah. against the Dodgers. So, and, and they get Zach Gallon also in the series. So, best of luck to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Again, we'll be there. Follow along over on social media. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore Dbacks. Follow all of us. Follow us along in the action. We'll be tweeting about stuff and taking pictures, and we'll be having some fun over there. Uh, we'll also be there for post games, so make sure to do that. Uh, but, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, if you want to go over and subscribe to us now, if you're not uh, already on YouTube, subscribe to the PHNX Sports channel and sign up for notifications that way you don't miss any of the content from our wonderful phnx team Uh, if you're listening right now on your favorite audio podcasting app please subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review if you haven't done so already we thank you for it uh on behalf of jesse and myself being here in person this is is this this the last is this the last one Uh, yeah i think you gotta you gotta gotta go home again this is the last time for a while but when he comes back next time we're together it's permanent Uh, On behalf of Jesse and myself, we thank you guys for being here in the chat, asking your questions. Mailbag Monday is always fun. Uh, And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.